Hello and welcome to a video game odyssey. I'm your host Fergus Pearson and today I'll be reviewing Klonoa Daughter Phantom Isle. But before we get to that, let's get a brief synopsis of the game. Klonoa Daughter Phantom Isle is a side-scrolling platformer developed by Namco in 1997 for the PlayStation. The game's difficulty cap is kept fairly low and the game can be played through in around 5 hours. The game uses a 2.5D aesthetic whereby protagonist Klonoa can move left to right across a 3D rendered stage, interacting with elements in the foreground and background when needed. Designed as a potential new mascot for Namco, Klonoa may not be as well known as Namco's Pac-Man, but this cat-like creature does inhabit a visually distinctive universe. One that feels more organic and consistent than any effort made to force Pac-Man into an expanded world. In his first game, Klonoa is instantly likeable, mixing a childlike innocence and a sense of moral justice with a hint of trepidation as the game's plot escalates. In fact, despite the game having a succinct audiovisual presence, that aims for the under-10s but provides enough whimsy to entice anyone inclined, the game's narrative is unconventionally pronounced. Competing platform series like Crash Bandicoot, Rayman and Super Mario have a fleeting relationship with plot, keeping matters brisk so as to keep it in sync with the quick reactions and accessibility the genre is known for. However, on this occasion, Namco have decided to fit Klonoa with a story that builds from twee to fantastic a tale of redemption within its short runtime. This feat is accomplished through small, one-minute scenes of dialogue and actions that bookend each level. These moments always feel purposeful and introduce new characters or scenarios efficiently, all while pertaining to a storybook quality that makes proceedings feel at once magical and fraught with danger. While it could be argued that the narrative takes one or two left turns, the whole package is held together by a musical score that allows the audience to relate to Klonoa regardless of his situation. Moreover, the music is a standout feature in all aspects of Dota Phantomile, with each of the game's 14 levels having its own musical piece full of chimes and harps that capture the otherworldly mood of Klonoa's surroundings. Villains also come armed with their own light motifs that, along with the expressive drones and chirps, develop a deep connection with the player. The protagonist and his rotund enemies also add to the mix, as sounds of jumping, grabbing and throwing come with their own satisfying cues. When dealing with the game's enemies, Klonoa takes an unconventional approach to dispatching its minions. Rather than threatening to deplete Klonoa's life, the majority of foes gleefully ignore the player and go about their business of aimlessly strolling from left to right. Their purpose then is not to be a physical threat, but instead to aid Klonoa who, with the power of a magical ring found in the game's opening title, can grab a hold of an enemy and throw them in one of five directions. While propelling a foe either left or right is not particularly inventive, Daughter Phantom Isle's 2.5D aesthetic also grants Klonoa the ability to throw an enemy into the foreground or background. 
Add to this Clonoa's Minx Shift Double Jump, where a minion is hurled downwards in an effort to provide Clonoa a vertical boost, and it quickly becomes clear that a Pasc enemy is not a sign of danger, but more a red herring that a neat platforming puzzle is about to ensue. While a novel concept in itself, Namco should be applauded with the level of creativity and variety in which this mechanic is utilised. Enemies can be thrown into one another, propeller-headed foes can be used to let Clonoa reach high places, explosive baddies can be detonated and thrown, column of foes can be climbed through continuous double jumping, and minions can be slung into the foreground to collapse scenery needed for later in the level. Better still, partway through the game, developers introduce shielded, armoured, and giant foes that require some thought and a tactical use of smaller enemies before being used as fodder. This often culminates in long strings of timed or precise based tasks that demand a concise knowledge of enemy types and the skills needed to exploit their weaknesses. Similarly, Plaudits must be given to the level design that, while not as ubiquitously implemented as enemy utilisation, does introduce a generous element of environmental or context-specific elements in each level. One instance sees Klonoa climb up a waterfall that moves in reverse, while another sees a supernatural presence routinely consume the level. Each level, visually reminiscent of the endearing nature found in Yoshi's Island, also comes with its own beguiling visual style that takes a dramatic approach to colour and lighting. Unfortunately though, due to the compact nature and brisk pacing of the game, these initial elements are regularly introduced and somewhat built upon in one level, only to be abandoned for the rest of the game. While this approach does spawn a regular rate of new experiences, it also means that some of Daughter Phantomile's best ideas are unable to blossom fully. Add to this an over-reliance on labyrinthian level design and key hunting later on in the game, and Daughter Phantom Isles levels can occasionally feel at once magical, confusingly laid out, and a little throwaway with its ideas. In regards to difficulty, Daughter Phantom Isle is a rather pleasant affair. It takes six hits from foes before Klonoa loses a life, which feels generous but understandable considering the game's methodical pace. A harsher penalty of a lost life, however, is doled out when Klonoa falls into one of the game's bottomless pits. While generous checkpointing means the player will only have to replay a small portion of the level to regain their progress, the punishment for misjudging a jump feels too harsh. Worse still, new lives can be hard to come by, meaning younger or less advanced players drawn in by the game's cutesy presentation may be surprised by how regularly they see the game over screen, after which the 15 minute or so level must be replayed from the beginning. The game's leisurely pace is also threatened by boss encounters that often come equipped with jarring difficulty spikes. While appealing rudimentary in design at first, as the game progresses, Klonoa must fell more elaborate bosses that have several phases, each with their own attack patterns and shrinking windows of vulnerability. The player, though, will grow more cautious of these scenarios, and once a proper rhythm is set up, these multi-tiered bosses can be very enjoyable to overcome. Moreover, this degree of challenge translates into the game's villains having a more commanding presence, as the game teaches the player that boss battles are not to be taken lightly. Aside from reaching a stage's end, each level contains six well-hidden captives that can be rescued, and a grand total of 150 gems per stage. Unearthing these secrets is optional, but always feels like an accomplishment, as they require a mastery of the game's mechanics and a keen eye. While the sense of gratification is huge, 
and tracking down the captives is always fun, the final reward for 100% completion is minimal, but deserved for players who want their platforming skills to be put under the microscope. While initially disappointing in scale, the lack of bonus stages, ill-conceived gimmicks, token vehicle or auto-scrolling sections ultimately makes the game's simplicity feel refreshing. Daughter Phantom Isle is a focused experience that plays to its strengths of whimsical world-building, endearing characters, precise platforming, and a thoughtful eye on enemy and level design. In this sense then, regardless of its few difficulty spikes or increasingly confusing level layout, Daughter Phantom Isle retains its integrity and creates a memorable and unique experience based on a few mechanics performed well. Klonoa's first outing, then, is a comfortable one full of colour and imagination and provides a universe that begs to be expanded upon. Klonoa Daughter Phantom Isle gets a 7 out of 10. Seven represents a game I would recommend to fans of the genre or series. This has been Fergus Pearson for a Video Game Odyssey. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope to see you next week for another review. <laughs>